Okay, time machine. The 80s sure were tubular, but how long till we get to the 90s? Destination imminent. Oh, I can't wait to do all kinds of 90s stuff. I'm gonna get my tongue pierced. I'm gonna surf the web. Maybe wear my pants backwards a la crisscross. You can't pull that off. Let me have my dreams, time machine. Three little words. I'm gonna store dignity and self-esteem to every American. The makers of Beanie Babies. Here we are in the 90s. It's the decade when all the hottest, most successful people were born. So I've heard. You got to. Michael Air Jordan. So talk to the hand. Oh, as if. Because the face is doing trivia. From ZSP Media, this is Past Perfect, a trivia tournament that travels through time. I'm your host, Simone Polanin. Four contestants will go head-to-head over the course of five episodes until we crown our trivia champion. Each round of the tournament explores a different decade. This is episode two, all about the 1990s. Talk about the bomb. Don't go anywhere. We're going to meet two new contestants and party like it's 1999 after the break. Okay, I have got two new contestants joining me today. They are both multi-hyphenate talents, comedians, writers, actors, and hosts of the Betches Sup podcast, Millie Tamares and Elise Morales. Welcome to you both. Wow. Yay, so excited to be here. Yeah, this I'm... is like, you're a professional, by the way. You mm-hmm. are just, you got wow. a tongue-twisting copy and you are doing it, mm-hmm. I just gotta say. Thank you so much. Well, um, you know, since we're going to be doing trivia about the 90s, I'm curious, what images come to mind when you think 90s? Elise? Ooh, for me, 90s is all Nickelodeon. It's that big yes. orange splat. And mm-hmm. then, you know, Rugrats, Hey Arnold, Slime. That's that's the 90s to me. How about you, Millie? Um, I have siblings that are 10, 12, 11 years older than me. So I just have a specific memory of listening to the Alanis Morissette cassette tape (laughs) and Oregon Trail and all of that and MTV and baggy Tommy jeans and all of that is given 90s. Wow. You're like transporting me like to Mm -hmm. a time and place. I feel like I have all the same stuff, mm-hmm. like the Carmen San Diego, yes. like all those computer games, Ghost scrunchies. Rider. Yeah. Um, well, today's matchup is just the second in our trivia tournament, um, and it will all culminate in our finale for the grand prize. Ooh. Do you want to know what is at stake? Yeah. Yes, please. So for the winner who takes it all, we have got a special time capsule featuring some of the hottest, most coveted items from the last 40 years. Oh my gosh. Um, in our last 80s inspired episode, we added a Rubik's Cube and a Koosh Ball. Mm. And we'll find out what 90s inspired items we're adding at the end of the episode. Well, without further ado, let us get into our first round, which is called... Which came first? Ooh. Okay. Um, I'm going to tell you about two moments in 90s history, and you're going to need to tell me which one of the two moments came first. Okay. 
Um, and Millie, we are going to start with you. Okay. Here is your question. The 90s brought us two major moments in tween culture. The release of the very first Harry Potter book. Wingardium Leviosa. And the AOL Instant Messenger. But which one came first? AOL Instant Messenger. Oh, I'm curious to know why you picked that one. I remember vividly when Harry Potter came out, and that was my when I was in fifth grade. Uh, but I feel like AOL was earlier than that. Now I'm, like, scared. But I'm going to go AOL Instant Messenger. Millie? You are correct. Yes. <laughs> AOL's Instant Messenger came out in May of 1997, and the first Harry Potter dropped the following month in June of 97, though it didn't come out in the U.S. until September of 98. Um, and on the topic of um, AIM, Elise, do you remember your first screen name? Yeah, because it's still... Absolutely. Please do tell. And it was... Um, well, first, I should let you guys know that I was big emo kid yes, over yes, here. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> and it was Punk Rock Show, R-A-W-K, okay. 515 for my birthday. And I was Punk Rock Show 515 for a long time. Had I been to a punk rock show when that screen name was made... No. no, never. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very edgy. How about you, Millie? So my dad made my <laughs> and I never changed it. And I don't think he ever let me change it. So they had gave me a nickname, which is Guga. But my AOL aim name was Guga Tam, like for <laughs> Tamara's. And that but like there's still things where I sign on as Guga Tam. And like <laughs> That's really sweet though. A little piece sweet. of your family. My first screen name, it I think perfectly captures who I was in the sixth grade. Mm -hmm. It was Spudmaster 2010. Spud was like a nickname that I gave myself that I was really trying really hard for other no people one to call me. No mm -hmm. one picked it up. Um, if anyone called me like a potato, I would cry. So I, that's I wanted people to call me yeah, that. I don't know what was wrong with me. Yeah. But hey, let's keep it moving. Um, let's move on to our next question. And Elise, this one is for you. Okay. So it's a little mind boggling to think that these next two things are products of the same decade. But which came first? Dunkaroos, the beloved sugary snack that dared to ask, what if we let kids eat straight up uncut frosting? Or the formal dissolution of the Soviet Union. Okay. Hmm. Two very closely linked wow. moments in history. Yes. Wow, it's it's hard to believe there was ever a time without Dunkaroos. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the end of the USSR was very early 90s. So... Just statistically, I'm going to say the USSR ended before Dunkaroos were released. That is correct. Yay! Got it. Ooh, really had to brush <laughs> off my historical knowledge for that one. That was perfect. <laughs> yes. The Soviet Union officially dissolved in December of 1991. President Mikhail Gorbachev lowered the Soviet flag in Moscow on Christmas evening that year. Dunkaroos didn't hit the market until 1992. Wow. Um, and fun fact, Dunkaroos were discontinued in 2012, but thank God General Mills brought them back in 2020. Yeah, wow. we needed it. We needed <laughs> something back. 
All right. Um, I've got our next question, which is going to Millie. Females really made their mark in the 1990s. I'm talking female humans and female sheep. On the human side of things, Ruth Bader Ginsburg joined the United States Supreme Court. And on the sheep side, Dolly the Cloned Sheep was born. But which event came first? That's a really hard one. I know. Um, I'm going to say Ruth was first because Ruth was Clinton, like a Clinton appointment. And Dolly, I think, was in around 98. Um, you are correct. <laughs> RBG. Uh, the second ever woman to serve on the Supreme Court was a Clinton appointee and was sworn in on August 10th, 1993. Dolly the Sheep wasn't born until three years later in oh. July of 96. Okay. But close. Yeah, I mean, close. I got it right. It was so close. Yes, yes. Do you guys know how Dolly the Sheep got her name? Dolly Parton um, invested in cloning. <laughs> it actually is Dolly Parton related. I was about to say, like, were they... Weren't were like the scientists like listening to Dolly Parton or something? Did the sheep have like abnormally big titties? (laughs) (laughs) I wish it was something cute, like Mm -hmm. they were listening to Dolly Parton. But they named the sheep after Dolly Parton because she was cloned with a cell from a mammary gland. So it is. Yes, it's titty related. It's titty related, (laughs) and it all goes back to titties always. All right, let's move on to our final question of the round. We're going back to you, Elise. Which of these two iconic artifacts from 90s culture came first? The photo of a sports bra clad Brandy Chastain celebrating the U.S.'s World Cup win? Or the U.S. release of the Tamagotchi? Hmm. Sports knowledge is really not my area of expertise. Hmm. So I'm I'm trying to remember when the Tamagotchi came into my life. I feel like it was like middle elementary school times. That photo. Okay, I'm just gonna have to go shot in the dark. I'm gonna say the photo. That is Incorrect. No. I'm sorry. The Got Tama- me on sports. Yeah, <laughs> sports will get you. Um, the Tamagotchi actually came first. It came out in the U.S. in May of 1997, just like AOL Instant Messenger. And Brandy's fist-pumping pick was taken at the 1999 World Cup wow. at L.A.'s Rose Bowl. Um, and with that, that brings us to the end of our first round, <gasps> which means it's time to check in on our scores. I've got our producer, Laura Newcomb, with us here, who's been keeping track. Laura, where do we stand? Simone, I'm really reminded right now of the 90s Spice Girls classic, To Become One, because it is two to one with Millie in the lead. All right. It's a very close game, though. It's close. I did did pay Laura to say that. All right, let's move right along into our next round, which is called Sounds of the 90s. I'm going to play some audio clips for you from some iconic 90s sitcoms, Mm -hmm. and you're going to have to identify the show for me. 
And if you get it right, you'll have the opportunity to answer a bonus question or another point. But if you can't identify the show, your opponent has the opportunity to steal. Mm -hmm. Got it? Got it. All right, and Elise, you are up first this time. Here is your clip. You think you can be a gentleman? How do you propose on going about it? It's very easy to be a geek. All I have to do is follow you around for a day. Uh, is it Full House? Ooh, it is not Full House. Dang. I am sorry. I just heard a lot of jokey male voices. Yeah, that laugh track is yeah. in there strong. Millie, this means you get a chance to steal. Do you think you know what it was? Is it Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? It is. Oh! <laughs> you got it. You're so right. That was obviously Carlton. Yeah, but it did not sound like Will Smith. Yeah, and that really got me. And that got you. That got you. That was indeed from The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. The show came out in 1990 and ran for six seasons on NBC. Um, And Millie, since you got that right, you get a bonus question. Okay. The show's creators based Will's cousins on the daughters of which famous music producer who was also a producer on the show? I'm stuck between two people. Oh, who's in your brain right now? Quincy Jones and Barry Gordy. So I'm going to say, was it Quincy Jones? It sure was. Yes. (laughs) Wait, so does that mean one of them is Rashida? Yeah. Wow. Rashida's the Ashley? I think so. And the older one is the Hillary? Wow. The one that dated Tupac is the Hillary. Oh, yeah, the cool one. (laughs) Okay, that's really good. Wow. Um, All right, I have got another clip. Millie, this one's for you. Let's take a listen. Doesn't he know how much money has already been invested in him? I mean, musicians have been hired. Rehearsals have been scheduled. People have been working around the clock. And that's just for my wedding. What about your show? I'm going to say that's our SAG princess, Miss Fran Drescher, and that's the nanny? Yes, it is. (laughs) Had to be. I was scared, though. I was scared that this was going to be a trick. And mm. it was going to be Janice I've, from that, Friends. That came, through, that came into my mind. Or it was going to be a guest spot of Fran Dresser on another sitcom. I'm like, I hope y'all ain't that devious. We're not that wow. tricky. <laughs> but yeah, that was a clip from The Nanny. Um, and the show was actually created by Fran Drescher and her then husband. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And ran from 1993 to 1999 on CBS. And for a bonus point, Millie... What is the fine family's butler's name? I'm going to say just like a really like British ass name like Charles or something. <laughs> it was not Charles. I'm sorry. It was Niles. Niles. I was going to say Winslow, but that's the, <laughs> that's the family matters. <laughs> Yeah, I think this segment's going to be hard for me, but we're going to keep rolling along. Yeah, let's keep rolling along. I've got another clip for you, Elise. Okay. Let's take a listen. There goes my world. There goes my everything. Stop worrying. She's just a maid. Just a maid? It's like saying that Pradas are just shoes or vodka is just a morning beverage. <laughs> oh, is that Megan Mullally and Will and Grace? 
Sure is. Yes, that was from Will and Grace. The show premiered in 1998 and was one of the very first to feature openly gay main characters. And for a bonus point, Elise, what does Grace Adler, Deborah Messing's character, do for a living on the show? Ooh. I genuinely don't know the answer, but I'm going to say, I'm going to guess publicist. Oh, that is such a good TV job. Um, that is not correct, mm-hmm. though. She is an interior designer. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Oh, I knew it. Oh, she always damn. had, like, fabric swatches yes, around. Yes, yes, I was going to say, but, you know, it's not my <laughs> point, but I did remember that. <laughs> yeah. um, all right, Millie, the last question of the round is for you. Here is our final clip. Miss Judge, Your Honor, um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen of the jury... I'm going to get right to the point. I think the case should be thrown out due to the fact that I'm insane. <laughs> Build a pocket knife. Say that. I got that. We're we'll be coming around the mountain when we could. We're we'll be coming around the mountain when we could. Mr. Payne, take a seat. It's sitcom, you said? It's a sitcom. Martin. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that was a big pause. No, it's like Slumdog Millionaire. It's like, how do I know the thing? Like, yeah. back to the, then there's a dance scene in my head. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. You got it. Um, that was the titular Martin Lawrence in the show Martin. Um, and in that scene, he's in court attempting to fight a traffic ticket. Martin ran from 1992 to 1997 on Fox. And for a bonus point, Millie, in what city did the show take place? Detroit? Yeah. Yay. You got it. Amazing. I know. There's not many shows set in Detroit. Yeah. So that one true. stuck out to me. Nice. All right. Well, with that, that brings us to the end of round two. Oop. I'm so excited to hear what the scores are. Laura, how does it look? Hey, Millie. Well, like the Chicago Bulls, you are unstoppable when it comes to the 1990s. You are leading 7-2, to two, and you didn't memo me to say this, I promise. <laughs> oh. Wow. She's wow. blown past me at this point. <laughs> All right. I venmoed her to say that I didn't venmo her. <laughs> Great. Well, um, things are heating up. Um, Despair not, Elise, because we have a lot more game left to play. Okay. Um, Our time-traveling trivia machine is still making its way through the decade. We've got two more rounds of 90s-themed questions coming up, so stick around. More after the break. All right, we're back and getting jiggy with it. (laughs) 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 Our contestants today are Millie Tamares and Elise Morales, co-hosts of the Betches Sup podcast. We're about halfway through our trivia game. Millie, you have seven points. Elise, you have two points. Strong two. A strong two. two. Powerful. (laughs) How are we all feeling at the top of the second half? I'm feeling good. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll I'll admit I'm impressed by (laughs) the knowledge that my my dear friend and co-host has. Yeah. You know, I knew that she had a really strong pop culture base, Mm -hmm. but wow. You know, again... 
politics, foggy, everything else foggy. <laughs> but baby, I was a latchkey kid raised by TV. And you're like, Martin <laughs> is in Detroit. Yeah, Martin is in Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I'm very excited to play our next round. This one is called Finish That Verse. I'm going to read you some song lyrics, and you'll have to complete the lyrics, name the song, and name the artist. Oof. You'll get a point for each correct answer, so up to three points per question. And this round really is all that and a bag of chips. Wow. Because for every incorrect or incomplete answer, your competition will get a chance to steal. Okay. Make sense? All right. Millie, we are going to start with you again. Here is your lyric. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Yes. So that's Coolio. And that is um, Gangster's Paradise. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I don't know the lyrics. (laughs) I like, yeah. Well, that's two points for Coolio and for Gangster's Paradise. Uh, Elise, do you think you know? the end of this lyric i uh, i don't know the end of this lyric i just know that the weird al version is amish paradise yeah yeah yeah. so the lyric is as i walk through the valley of the shadow of death i take a look at my life Life and and realize there's nothing 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 left yeah all right um let us go on to our next lyric elise you are okay a scrub is a guy who thinks he's fly um, a scru- sometimes known as a busta. That's pr- pretty close. I'll accept that. Um, and it's No Scrubs by TLC. Yes. Okay, Come great. On. You could have yeah. gave me this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Millie, we're going to go back to you for this next one. Okay. Here's your lyric. I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. I said it's a little high on the pitch, but season's gone since that summer. Um, so the band is LFO. Yep. And it's Summer Girls. Mm-hmm. But again, I don't know the end of the lyric. Not coming know. to you? It rhymes with Fitch. Uh, take it on the pie and the Fitch. <laughs> <laughs> Laura, that's close. Laura, write that down. That is actually not the no, lyric, oh, Millie. Okay. I'm so sorry. So no one's getting high on the pitch. <laughs> no, no. They could be British on a soccer field smoking pot. So, no? No, okay. no. That's not the narrative of the song. I'm sorry. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. Sorry. I guess I was thinking internationally. <laughs> Elise, do I'm you have your... I'm jumping out of my seat. Okay, go I for take it. her if I have one wish. That is the exact oh, right lyric. Not this robbery. <laughs> Word perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. I'd take her if I had one wish. Summer Girls by She's LFO. Been gone since that summer. Since that summer. All right, we have got one last lyric in the round, and Elise, this one is for you. Okay. You're here. There's nothing I fear. Oh. You're here. There's nothing I fear. When I find out what it is, I'm I'm probably You're gonna, gonna I'm gonna be like, uh, what? But I I'm complete blank on your here. There's nothing I fear. That's fine, Millie. Millie you get a looks chance like she's to got steal. it. 
That's Celine Dion, My Heart Will Go oh, On, baby. Mm-hmm. You're here, but guess what? Yeah, you're right. I don't know that you are safe in the boat. <laughs> I cannot finish that lyric. I'm like, because I know it. There's you're here. There's nothing I fear. And I know that my heart will go on. Yeah. Okay, so wow. three points for Millie. Yes. Wow. A three-pointer wow. for Millie. Yes. Wow. Um, all right. Well, that was a spicy round, you guys. <laughs> um... It also means it's time to check in on our scores. Laura, how did that last round go? That was a titanic round of points, if you will. And the score right now is 14 to 6. Millie, you are still in the lead. All right. 14 to 6. But, you know, we have one last round. (sighs) And there is a big opportunity to catch up because this is our lightning round. The lightning round. The way this works is I'll ask you both a series of short answer trivia questions spanning the 1990s. You'll have 60 seconds to answer as many of them as you can. If you don't know the answer, you can pass, and I'll go to the next question. Um, And Millie, you are going first. (laughs) Okay. Um, Let's go ahead and put one minute on the clock. Your time starts now. Where did Bill Clinton grow up? Um, Arkansas. Correct. Who broke the MLB season record for home runs in 1998? Barry Bonds. Mark McGuire. Mark McGuire. Which boy band was Joey Fatone in? NSYNC. Correct. Who was the first female secretary of state? Janarino. Madeline Albright. Which online auction website was founded in 1995? eBay. Correct. Who did Lisa Kudrow play on Friends? Phoebe. Correct. Who wrote the Goosebumps book series? R.L. Stein. Correct. What NBA team did Magic Johnson play for when he retired in 1991? L.A. Lakers. Correct. Who led O.J. Simpson's defense team in his 1995 trial? Johnny Cochran. Correct. How was Ted Kaczynski known in the media? Pass. The Unabomber. <sighs> and that's your time. Nice. Well, I didn't know who Ted Kaczynski is, and I'm telling myself about it. <laughs> Laura! <laughs> <laughs> Um, that was great, though. How do you feel about how that went? Um, I mean, you, seem, you seem a little distressed. But... My booty hole is very tight right now. <laughs> Can I say booty hole on the radio? <laughs> I'm pretty impressed that I knew as much as I did, but I know I didn't get them all. So. Okay, Elise, you are up next. You need to score 15 points to beat Millie. Let's do it. Uh, let's put one minute on the clock for Elise. Your time starts now. Which iconic HBO series starring Sarah Jessica Parker debuted in 1999? Uh, Sex in the City. Correct. What does the HW stand for in George H.W. Bush? Herbert Walker. Correct. Who coached the Chicago Bulls to six NBA titles during the 1990s? Immediate pass. Phil Jackson. <laughs> Who starred in the Good Burger sketches on Nickelodeon's All That? Uh, Cal Mitchell and Kenan Thompson. Correct. Napster was founded in 1999 by two young men with the same first name, which was? Sean. Correct. What was the name of the real estate controversy that came to light in 1992 involving Bill and Hillary Clinton? Blackwater. Whitewater. Ah, damn it. What's the <laughs> name of the record label Sean Puffy Combs founded in 1993? Oh, um, I'm going to pass because I can't think of it immediately. Bad boy. Bad boy, obviously. The year 2000 problem was also known as what? Uh, Y2K. Correct. What is the colloquial name for the 1993 federal law that barred discrimination against closeted gay and lesbian members of the military? Don't ask, don't tell. Correct. Oh. 
Great. I should have known Bad Boy, but I was blanking, and I just had to pass immediately to move no, forward. No, I know, but I knew you knew it. It was on the tip yeah. of your tongue. It was on the tip of my tongue. But you got a lot of them, yeah. right? <laughs> I would love to know what the final score is after well. Laura, two Laura? very strong lightning rounds. <laughs> the final score was 21 to 12. Millie, thank you for all the Venmos. You are our winner today. All right. Wow. Wow. Um, wow. <laughs> Listen, I What's, worked as hard as I could. You did. Beautiful work. And there's something very symmetrical about those yeah. scores. Yeah, no, for real. You know? Like if you believe in angel numbers. There, there, that there's would mean there's, yeah. something, there's something happening. There. Yeah, there's something happening. About me here. and Millie's partnership. There are yes, angels yes, yes, in yes, the yes, studio yes. right now with us. <laughs> and yes. I just got to say, you know, thank you to all my siblings for letting me steal everything from them. <laughs> <laughs> well, Millie, you are our winner today. Congratulations. Okay. Uh, you are moving on to the next round. And actually, Elise, would you like to reach into this bag and tell the folks at home what 90s-inspired item we're adding to our grand prize, the time capsule? I would absolutely love to. It's Let's just a see. Knife. <laughs> yeah, it's a glove. Um. <laughs> Does it fit? Does it fit? Ooh, look at this. It's one of those, like, games... It's a Velcro game where you throw a tennis ball on the Velcro. I think it's called the Magic Mitt, potentially. The Magic Mitt. So it is kind of a glove. Yeah. Yeah, you got that gorgeous pink and green Velcro paddle glove thing um, and the matching tennis ball, you know, just toss and stick. Um, And there's actually one more item in there, if you wouldn't mind digging around. Oh, oh my gosh, I missed it. Pokemon cards. Still in the plastic. Um, Yeah, these cards came on the scene in the late 90s and featured all sorts of weird little creatures with special powers. Um, And hey, speaking of special powers, I've got to get back into our time machine. That's been our show, folks. Wow, that was so much fun. fun. Oh my God, really good. So fun. Oh my God. Elise, I'll catch you later. And Millie, please join me in the time machine. Climb on in. Welcome aboard, Millie. Time Machine, Millie's about to face off against Emmanuel, who won our 1980s round. So let's grab him and set off for my personal favorite time in history, the new millennium. Next stop, the 2000s. Now that's hot. Can I get a bling bling? Bling bling. You know what? Forget it. Past Perfect is produced by ZSP Media, created by Zach Stewart-Pontier and me, Simone Polanin. This episode was written and produced by Laura Newcomb. The rest of our team are producers Nick Del Rose and Ramoy Phillip. The supervising producer is Erica Morrison, editing by Erica Morrison, and featuring Karen Chi as the time machine. Fact-checking by Ian Michael, sound design and mixing by Emma Munger, original music and theme by Jay Bless, with show art by Sarah Gonzalez. The executive producer is Zach Stewart-Pontier. The head of production and development is Liz Stiles. Special thanks to Dove Alpert, Naomi Bronner, Mary Dew, Andrea Henderson, Jasper Jarecki, Gil Kruger, Gregoire Martineau, Catherine Morrissey, Ethan Oberman, Christina Polanin, Olivia Qualia, Ray Rodriguez, and Emily Wiedemann. You can follow me on Instagram at Simone Polanin or follow the show at Past Perfect Podcast. Thanks for hanging and see you next Friday. Still in the plastic, though I will say, 
This first top Pokemon is not an original 150 Pokemon. No. It's one of the it's one of the newbies yeah, who I there's... don't recognize. <laughs> <laughs> I'm conservative when it comes to Pokemon. Yeah, and nothing else. No progress there. <laughs>